Welcome in. It's First Choice Fantasy. We're back with our start sits for the 2021 NFL fantasy football season. Obviously, last year we had a 2020 start sits. Week one was our biggest uh, impressions YouTube video. So we want to kick it off with a little introduction as to who we are pretty much. First Choice Podcast is the overall brand. We got a betting, which is primarily just football betting. Then we have uh, First Choice Fantasy, which is obviously fantasy football. We don't do anything else else as far as like fantasy basketball or anything like that. It's not us. You're here for fantasy football. So, uh, yeah, we're going to give you advice as far as start sits. If you want to check out uh, channels or Dynasty, we have Dynasty content as well. Should be a playlist on our channel. Subscribe while you're there. Click the bell to get uh, you know notifications and whatnot. But for First Choice Fantasy, uh, we got to start sits today. So I guess we can just hop into that if you guys want. You guys cool with that? I want all the negative fan mail. Possible. Yes, the fan now. <laughs> Alex has been waiting for waiting. this moment. Absolutely, man. It's the best time of the year when everyone watches for the first five minutes and then turns it off. Just go 10 minutes. Come on, bro, please. Like, I'm asking minutes. you nice. I haven't asked anyone like something nicely in three years. And take our advice. Or don't take our advice and just listen do to Do the advice. opposite and then come and tell me about yeah. it. You got to scout. You got to, I mean, do your due diligence and scout podcasts. Especially ours, because we're first choice podcast, but scout hours, take notes, whatever you need to do, mental notes, it don't matter. And then next week, when you realize we hit literally every single player right, you're going to Whoa, whoa, you were setting the bar way too high. Brandon, you just screwed us. You just set the bar like up here. You just screwed us. I think the bar is accurate. Should come to us Absolutely because you know hard. you're going to get very unbiased content. Now, with our first edition uh, start sits, we're rolling with uh, quarterback Jalen Hurts because he's playing the fucking Falcons. The Falcons suck. The Falcons suck at defense. If you haven't realized it, realize it. They're trash. So, you know what? Start him. I know you paid for him because he's like the QB 12 now, but you know what, man? Start him. It's going to be good. He's going to get a rushing touchdown. He's going to throw for a couple. It's going to be fine. Falcons defense Wait, is bad. Now you're projecting his actual stats. I feel like that's setting the bar high. Shut up, Brent. <laughs> Tell me why I should start Baker Mayfield. At Baker Mayfield? Because Odell Beckham Jr. will probably be at his peak at this moment because it's week one and he won't be injured. And it's against the Chiefs who they're going to need to put up points. I feel like this matchup is has been like it's it's really been built like i don't know i see this matchup as being like really good like high scoring points and uh you know travis kelsey earlier in the offseason said that the browns were the team to beat or something like that like one of the best offenses he said a quote about this team and i think it really you know I think it put a spotlight on it. I think that they're going to come out there wanting to prove themselves. And I think Baker Mayfield, along with my next dude, who I'll get to in a moment, will really have a great game. I uh, was going to bring it up real quick as you were talking about. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring, obviously. And uh, the lines, like the Vegas lines, FanDuel Sportsbook, has this as the highest scoring game over underwise. So, uh, yeah, I guess Baker Mayfield's a decent play. Not too high on him, but uh, another player I think is going to be a decent play is the quarterback who was the first overall draft pick in the NFL draft 2021. 
Trevor Lawrence playing against Houston, I think at Houston, possibly. Um, Houston is the underdog in their home stadium. I do think they can put up points, though, both teams. Uh, decently high scoring, obviously nothing Kansas City, Cleveland type. But uh, I do think we talked about in the first choice phase as well. Um, the impact that I said had James Robinson has on Trevor Lawrence's comfortability. Uh, LaVisca Chenault being naughty and uh, yeah, just oh, overall. You're using it. You're using it. You got to use it full force, though. LaVisca, no. she naughty. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna ball out, I think, uh, especially since Trevor Lawrence is going to be a player that I don't think you're drafting to start him, but he's a borderline starter, and he will it's eventually be – it is mm-hmm. the Texans. That's Texan. also another good point. Lined up and, perfectly. Uh, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be a fine start. Nothing uh, extraordinary, but uh, week one, first overall pick, I think we'll have a decent week. Yeah. I think, I think uh, fantasy owners just got to be a little cautious with Lawrence – because, like, he is playing against probably, I think, projected to be the worst defense in the NFL. So, if he balls out, don't don't go all wild and send, like, crazy trades to get him because it's such a bad defense. But it is a great confidence boost for him. I would hope the number one overall pick is catching anyone by surprise. On the contrary, though, if you're in home league – if you're in a home league with a bunch of uh, goofs and Trevor Lawrence has a solid week one, maybe you ship him off. Maybe yeah, draft him true. so that you can – yeah, this is a little late as far as drafting, but it is starting week one. Yeah, yeah, so the situation can be reversed. You can take advantage of those dudes really going all out for him, which that's up to you if you want to keep him or not. It's, I think he'll be good, but who knows what type of value you can get out of him after he balls out week one which he That's... will 100% guaranteed stamp of approval. Take first it. Right. Yeah, go ahead, Running backs. Quick hitter server. One, Ronald Jones, Dallas, uh, bad at defense. That's common bad. theme here when we talk about starters. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to be in control of this one at home. I don't, I don't care about the Super Bowl letdown. They're just going to be on cruise control. Jones is going to get a lot of carries, good offensive line, bad defense. He's going to score. Uh, my second one, call me crazy, man, but you don't got a lot of running backs. So if you are you find yourself in need of some running back help, Jared McKinnon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, what's he doing? I don't know, man. He's got this weird ankle sprain thing. It's pretty vague. I don't know what's going on there. That's kind of scary. You might have more information by now, but, like, consider that this is, like, Thursday the previous week. I don't know what's going on, but, like, even if Clyde's going to play, like, is he going to play all the snaps? You already heard these two talk about how high scoring this game is. Like, McKinnon could get in on that. Really good point, actually. Clyde missing time. He's going to get some snaps. All right. You You need yourself a running back. Quick plug. Since we're on the the same game, the Browns versus the Chiefs, I'm going to go with my next pick. It's Kareem Hunt. He's going to be – he's the main pass catcher of the running back duo between him and Chubb. And this is going to be such a high-storing game that we established already. So – I think Hunt will be utilized a lot, especially during the second half, just because I think the Browns will try and uh, control the tempo of the game because against the Chiefs, that's typically the game plan for the opposing team. 
just control the tempo. They'll use Chubb most likely for the first half, which Chubb will have a great game. Um, but my pick is Hunt because I think second half he's going to really be utilized well. Um, and my next pick is Raheem Mostert. Uh, my strategy for this season, if you can get Mostert for like pretty cheap in dynasty leagues or even, you know, I would, I don't know about drafting him and redraft. I don't exactly know for sure where he's getting drafted. I feel like there's other dudes you could probably pick up. However, if you're, this is mainly in dynasty, just a, uh, a tip. If you're in dynasty, maybe trade for Raheem Mostert. If you're low on running backs and maybe maybe you have a few uh, bench running backs. Uh, Ed talked about Javante Williams in our first choice favorites episode. If you have him and you're not so confident in starting him week one, you don't know what you have, maybe go out and trade for Raheem Mostert where not many people are thinking too highly of him because he's always injured in reality. But he's facing Detroit, and Detroit is another awful defense. And I think he'll be used mainly in the first half. And if he hits a boom play, I mean, that's, I mean, one play and he could be already a week one starter, uh, a valid week one starter. And I know Ed will get into his pick, but my opinion is that Mostert's going to have this, a boom play, at least one. I think he'll put up some points, uh, definitely. But he won't be utilized the entire game because who's going to step in after they already blow up the freaking Detroit Lions? Sure, this is how running backs work. My favorite rookie running back, one of them, Trey Sermon. Um, so this is my logic. This, Trey Sermon is my start for this game um, this week. Trey Sermon's built like a tank, right? We talked about this before in the offseason, dynasty, yada, yada, yada. Raheem Mostert is one of those running backs that, like Brandon said, will have a boom play, likely, and he's used solely for, you know, a boom play type of thing. He's not going to be used as a workhorse. He's going to get his carries and whatnot. He's not going to get more than, like, say, 12, 15 carries at most. Yeah. In this game, I don't know if he's going to be used crazily because I believe he was injured just a little bit ago, like a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, something like that, where he well, he was he tweaked his ankle, possibly. I don't know. It was something, something light, and, uh, you know, he's very fragile. So I don't know if they're going to want to use him as much in a game where it's practically a given they're going to win. And the spread at the moment, there is the biggest spread of the entire week, seven and a half. Um, I think it's a given that they're going to run a lot, obviously, to control the clock. And Trey Sermon, I think, will get a get the bulk of the carries. I will say that because I think he can, you know, he can manage with the carries. Well, I don't know if they want to risk Raheem Mostert and week one against the Detroit Lions. Maybe they don't want to do the same with Trey Sermon. Maybe a third running back gets involved. But I would feel comfortable with Trey Sermon starting week one against Detroit. Which might be a scary thing to say, especially as a rookie. He's probably going in like the seventh round or eighth round. I don't know if you want to start him as running back too. I feel comfortable with the week one. So that's what I got to say. I completely agree. I think both those dudes are definitely a valid start 100%. It's Detroit. It is Detroit. It is Detroit. What about your next Uh, starter? My second starter, it would have been – well, this actually wouldn't have been uh, J.K. Dobbins, but I – J.K. Dobbins was a person I really liked, like a player I really liked um, because his first four weeks in the schedule of chef's kiss. 
So as a derivative of him getting hurt, we got Gus Edwards starting. He's probably like a running back three, getting drafted as running back three-ish. Um, beautiful start against the Raiders, Monday Night Football. Um, I mean, the team, you know, I don't really got much to say about this besides the matchups, beautiful. The fact that he's going to have much competition outside of Tyson Williams, whatever his name is, and then Lamar Jackson, beautiful. Gus Edwards is ultra efficient, and it's Gus Edwards, so why not? Absolutely. Pretty safe. I can take it. Yeah, I like Gus Edwards a lot this I mean, season. I liked him before the Dobbins injury. like him even more after. I can start. He's probably going too cheap right now, but yeah. Go to receiver. Uh, I'm going to go with kind of, a, I guess, a similar thought process to uh, Raheem Mostert. Emo Samuel, man, because he's healthy. It's Detroit. They're not going to play a lot of defense. They don't even have defensive backs. Though. If you can tell me they're starting quarterbacks, then you are a very smart person because I don't think many people can name this. But, yeah, I mean, Debo, like he's out there. He'll be good. He'll have a good week. Uh, also going with <clears throat> if you're a fan of daily fantasy, man, Stack these two picks, man, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts, because they're going to be cheap as shit, and they're playing the Falcons' paper-thin defense, paper-thin secondary. Stack them. They're, they're going to be solid. I'm t- I know, like, man didn't really play in the preseason or in training camp. I don't care. He's coming out the gate as the one, and he's going to act like it. He's going he's gonna to put some points on the board against the Falcons. Makes sense. That does make sense. So stack him and Hurts, because they'll probably cost you, like, a solid, like, nine grand in like your daily fantasy and that's nine grand combined not like the 10 grand it'll take you to buy McCaffrey yeah or like 12 or some shit yeah it's all comfortable I've got a little a pairing with Ed's quarterback pick and Lawrence my man LaVisca Chenault I'm not going to use his nickname we're, we're being proper this episode we're just being proper uh, he's playing against Houston. This is just – there's not much I can say because Houston's is awful and it kind of speaks for itself. I mean, it could be any anyone playing against Houston. Like, I'd Martin be Jones. willing to play him. Marvin Jones Martin was Jones. another dude I was thinking about uh, using instead of La- LaVisca just because – I was thinking veteran presence, maybe uh, Lawrence feels more comfortable in his first start, first week, first NFL start, you know. But I like LaVisca Chanel a lot, and I want to start off my year with with actually two of my first-choice favorites because my next pick is Marquise Callaway. And Marquez Callaway. Callaway, I like. I like Callaway a lot. I think that last season he was a rookie. He was on the bench, so he got a lot of uh, got a lot of reps with Jameis Winston, being that he was also on the bench. So you know, second team, second teamers play together. They train together. They get they probably build a rapport. And I really think Callaway has the talent to really pop off week one with Michael Thomas not being around. I think this offense is going to run through Alvin Kamara, of course, but Jameis Winston is going to have his pass plays and it's going to go to Callaway because no one else on that team I'd be willing to even roster. I mean, Adam Troutman's a good dude to roster. 
I don't know what his uh, injury status is currently. He's out, I think, first couple weeks. Out first couple weeks. So they have no one. Washington's Traquan... asking carted off the field. So I would, I would assume he's not okay. Traquan Smith, he's been – he's just there at this point. Like, he, he can do something, but he's not going to be the dude that you're – you're going to pick up and really expect a lot out of. He's just a dude going to fill the, the bench until maybe hypothetically you see it happen. But Callaway is that guy that's going to really pop off against this Green Bay Packers defense outside of Kamara. And I think this is actually going to end up being a, a pretty good game between uh, 2020 MVP Aaron Rodgers and the uh, Drew Brees less Saints. So yeah. So not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, not hype. Not not a big fan of that Jacksonville game that's happening. It's happening in Jacksonville. In case you didn't know, it's weird. Yeah. But uh, what are we gonna do here? We got my wide receivers. Uh, the first one's gonna be Jerry Judy starting against the Giants. Um, Giants defense not that good. Judy uh, has been a borderline. He's, a board, he's like a wide receiver three-ish, I, I would assume he's going to draft it as. Um, it's probably on that borderline. If you got to start him or Kenny Galladay in this matchup, it is Jerry Judy all day long. Yeah, easily. So it's pretty much all that I'm doing with him. It's not really a start him over some superstar or anything like that. I think I'll have a manageable week, a serviceable week. And, uh, yeah, start him against the Giants. Second one is uh, Adam Thielen against the Bengals. Does anybody here know – what is up with Justin Jefferson? Is he still hurt? Is he planning on playing? I have no clue what his current status is. I thought the thought was that he'd play because I thought the thought was that he was okay to play earlier. It just I, you know, it's like practice in preseason. He's their best receiver. So I have no clue. But uh, he was a full go at practice. Gotcha. So, All right. so he will be there. All right. That's cool. Um, Cincinnati is going to be passing a lot, which is likely going to. Uh, Ramp up the scoring, I would assume, because I don't know if the Vikings defense is all that hot. Uh, the matchup's pretty beautiful for Adam Thielen. And uh, one touchdown is all it takes, and that's what he does. So one touchdown, 20-yard touchdown, maybe another 20-yard catch. Get you 10 points, take Adam Thielen as your wide receiver three flex play type thing. Start him against the Bengals, because why the hell not? Yeah. I like it. Adam Thielen. Right. Uh, go tight ends now. Uh, on Johnu Smith against the Dolphins because yeah, I think I know Johnu's been hurt, but you know Hunter Henry's also been hurt. I'm pretty sure Johnu's supposed to be playing. So like, if Henry's out, I feel like he's a must start because I think the offense is going to run through the tight ends a lot. He got Mac in there; he's going to be looking for his dude. And I'm just taking Johnu. It's going to soak up some targets. I'd like to see the I'm sure they'll get him involved. They paid him a lot. Yeah. I've got Gerald Everett here. He's going against uh, the Colts. I think the the Seahawks have really been wanting to get a tight end involved. I mean, Disley, you've seen him. He's he was he was great. He was really good before his awful injury and then another injury. And I think that Gerald Everett has the ability to fill that role that they need. Because it's not like a featured part of the offense, but it's a part that is, it's it's utilized, it's it's used well, 
it's just that every time they get a guy, they always get hurt or they get some old – who was it they had? Uh, they had Greg Olson, right? And, he, yeah. I mean, he just – you know, you, you can't be relying on – he's not going to fill that role. I think Gerald Everett, he's going to be – I mean, first week with this team, I think he's going to pop off and look pretty solid. All righty, as far as my pick for tight ends, uh, tight end room – or tight ends are pretty shallow. If I'm telling you to start uh, George Kittle, that, that's a cop-out, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with a deeper tight end who I think will have a serviceable week. Anthony Ferkser of the Titans against the Cardinals. Um, it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's the second-highest line uh, in week one. You got Julio Jones, AJB on the outside, and uh, Derrick Henry in the back. So all the focus is on those three weapons. Arizona's defense, not that great. Ferkser in the middle for a touchdown, a couple yards. I'll take it. Yeah, if we're allowed to cop out, I mean, I'd take Waller. Alex would take Kelsey and Ed would take I'd Kittle. Take Kittle. So. Exactly. Start those people at all costs. Yeah. I mean, that you just I would sit, I would sit all three of those guys for Joe or whatever, but that's that just week. my confidence kicking in, you know. It's just. You better put up like 1.2 points. You're going to be like, <laughs> oh no. All right, man. Before quick, we, we get into the sit, should we go down the yeah, list? Yeah, I was just going to say, real quick, yeah. just write them off QB1 this week. I'm going to Kyler Murray. Russell Wilson against Indiana. Okay, running back. I got to go with my boy, C-back. Coming back with a vengeance. Brandon, I'm bold. I'm go James ahead. Robinson. I, I, I'm like, trying to be bold with these because if you hit one, like, <laughs> you look good. So, James Robinson, it's, it's possible. That's Definitely possible. possible. I don't know if it's plausible, but uh, I got Dalvin as my running back one for week one. All right, wide receiver. I'm going D-Hop. Uh, Tennessee, not really great on defense last year. Looking for my man to come out come out strong. I got Justin Jefferson. Just Ed's reasoning for Adam Thielen. Just copy and paste that right on over to Justin Jefferson against the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's get it. Yeah. Alex, I like your uh, the pick. I would have stacked him and Kyler Murray. Had I have, but I didn't because I went with Tyree Kill, who's my wide receiver one for the entire season, but uh, for week one especially with the highest scoring game in the week against the Cleveland Browns. Tight ends, we already said it. Kelsey Walker, Kittle. We don't even – Yeah, we literally – It's, yeah. it's not even like acting like that our, needs to be. That's our, like, favorite tight ends. I love Waller. He loves Kittle. Ed loves Kittle. All right. Let's get into some sits. <laughs> Sitting. All right, I'm gonna go against the grain here. Uh, Kirk Cousins at Cincinnati, their shitty defense. Hey, maybe not, man. I thought they tried pretty hard to add to their pass rush over the offseason. Will it work? Yeah, probably not. It's the Bengals, but at least they tried. I'm gonna show up some confidence. You know, Kirk Cousins hasn't practiced, he's been like in a plexiglass chamber. You know, he's having a hard time throwing the balls in there. He's a little rusty, and this pass rush is gonna be getting to him. and He's going to be feeling. He's going to be a little tired, a little out of shape. He's not going to have a good week. I heard it here. I'm going to go with the other side of the, the field. Right, look Burrow, he's, he's going to be the first game back from his uh, devastating injury. It's against the, the Vikings defense. This defense was really banged up last season, and 
they added some names, uh, and I just think this is going to be a, a just a bad mix of Joe Burrow coming back first game and a pretty solid defense. So he's going to be my set of the week. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, similar explanation. Completely far away with uh, Mr. Injury, Dak Prescott, both to his shoulder and his ankle against the best defense from 2020. Um, They're getting wiped out. Not going to be many points scored, I would assume, from Dallas Cowboys and uh, Dak Prescott's hurt. So, not good. Don't start him. I know you're taking him as a quarterback one. Top five quarterback, you're probably taking him. Top ten. Top five is a little bold. They have him fifth, though, but don't start in week one. Simple as that. Boom. He's scared. All right, man. Running backs. Um, going Miles Gaskin against the Patriots because, like, Patriots defense is going to be good again. I know their entire defense opted out last year, but, like, they're back and they added to it. And, like, they're going to be good. I don't think the Dolphins offense could be rough coming out the gate. It's going to be rough week one. And don't start Gaskin. Uh, I'm also sitting Denver running backs. Uh, I mean, I feel like Javante is going to have his moments. And Melvin Gordon is going to be standing on the sideline upset watching. But they're both going to be having trouble with this – New England with this New York front because New York's got a pretty damn good front seven. They lost some dudes, but they added a blanket on the name. They lost Adam Tomlinson. That could hurt them. Whatever, man. They got they still Williams. They still got their linebackers. They're gonna cause some havoc for these Denver running backs, especially because Daniel Jones sucks and they don't have to uh, watch out for that. But I guess we'll get to that. Yeah. I'm doing a similar approach. I'm going Buffalo running backs. Uh, I think this is going to be a common trend. I'm not going to use them every week, but this is going to be a pretty common trend. Who knows? Maybe Zach Moss is just fantastic. But Devin Singletary, I'm pretty confident in saying, no, he is not. Okay, but he's okay. But, you know, set them this week. They're going against the Steelers. Fantastic defense. Not really, uh, you know, you're, you're going to play these two dudes in your flex, and you probably have other flex that you can plug and play. So I don't play them. My next guy is someone you may have been hype about, uh, Daryl Henderson. Uh, you probably, I don't know, picked him up in Dynasty, or maybe you drafted him in redraft pretty high. But this is a poor week to start him. Uh, I feel like Chicago is going to – have a have a decent day on defense. I think that they're. I think the the Rams will have their their game through the air. So I think Daryl Henderson isn't really going to get his his share this week. All right, uh, my sits. I initially went with Ronald Jones, but uh, Alex gave a good point, and I think I tweaked on that pick. So not going with Ronald Jones. However, we're going to go with uh, DeAndre Swift against 49ers. Um, who knows if he even plays, and if he does play, he's not going to get many touches. Probably draft him as a running back two or three. Uh, you're going to have to take this week off with DeAndre Swift, so don't play him this week against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, second running back, David Montgomery, one of the roughest matchups, and uh, Andy Dalton as your quarterback for the moment, and then you have a uh, terrible offensive line. Uh, it's very bad for David. Yeah, it's not going to be the Houston Texans of week 15 last year, you know, so uh, don't play him this week. Yeah, I like brief to the point. All right, receivers, we're going to go. I'm going Kenny Galladay as part of my, like, train of hatred for this combo. But Denver's defense is about to be, like, popping off. And Kenny Galladay is not going to be popping off week one because Daniel Jones is going to be lying on the ground. 
Uh, second receiver, Darnell Mooney. I'm a, I'm a big Mooney fan, but, like, this ain't it, man. Andy Dalton, I don't know if he can throw a ball 40 yards, but if he can, I'm not trusting it to land at the right spot at the right time. And the Rams are obviously good defense. We've covered this. So this ain't it. Man, not yet. That defense is scary. Not yet. Brandon, what do you got? Uh, this is a pairing with Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase. Uh, Minnesota, same things apply. I just don't Got see this yips. being a great day for the Bengals. It's going to be rough. And then I got Miami wide receivers. Uh, like Alex said before, New England Patriots, their their defense has done nothing but improve. Uh getting guys back from being uh, opted out and adding to it, uh, especially with Fuller not being there, not training. I mean, that's irrelevant to this week, but it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be Jalen Waddle, Devontae Parker, and neither one of those dudes or who else? Um, uh, What's that dude's name? Uh, Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson and the other guy. (laughs) Preston Williams. Yeah. I mean, solid guys I wouldn't mind having, but it's just not a good week to start them. So make sure they're on your bench. Ed, here you go. I have two players that are playing against each other this week. And uh, the first is Mike Williams, Chargers. Uh, Washington football team's defense is legit. Um, don't know if Mike Williams is going to start off hot. And he is really boom bust. So I wouldn't expect a big boom against a great defense in Washington. Uh, yeah. Plus, he's probably a flex play at best. Uh, you're not depending on him. Uh, depend on somebody else like Jerry Judy or somebody else like, uh, I don't know, somebody else. Somebody else, not Mike Williams. And somebody else is also not Curtis Samuel, who's playing against the Chargers. Uh, Curtis Samuel has yet to practice for the past month or two, something like that. He has a groin injury or a hamstring. Don't know what it is. It's some injury that uh, one trust and Ron Rivera thinks is going to play. So if he plays, don't be fooled into starting him. Just don't play him. Chargers defense is also legit. Um, it's going to be an ugly game. Car- Curtis Samuel's first game with the Washington football team. Uh, little experience with them. So I uh, wouldn't, wouldn't start him. Yeah, this is week one. Like, you're going into the week with a fresh team. Like, this isn't – no week 12 where you're deciding between a bunch of hurt players so why don't you make it easy on yourself and the right now and just Curtis Samuels is injured he's been injured hasn't practiced leave him on your bench and play a dude who's been who's been practicing who is healthy who you aren't concerned about leaving the game halfway through play those guys not Curtis and then Samuel. he'll get hurt anyway yes probably probably <laughs> But, Ed, I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Now, tight ends uh, taking a very similar approach. Logan Thomas, I'm sitting him. He ain't going to be no tight end three this year. I'm not buying it. Alex Smith isn't here anymore. Fits now. Just not into it. This, like, Chargers got – they got solid defense all around. I'm not, I'm not really feeling anyone on this offense right now. I mean, Gibson and McLaurin are probably must-starts. But so that Thomas ain't it. Not, not feeling it this year. No tight end three in his future, I fear. I want to see a petty pick from Brandon real quick. Let's hear it. Yeah, Love no it. petty pick. It's reality Love pick. It. Noah Fant is a sit against the Giants. No explanation needed. Now, 
he's a set. The Giants aren't an awful defense against the tight end. And it's it's I think your your heyday is going to go uh, come from players like Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. And I don't see it coming from Noah Fant. I'd say one thing. This just feels like you don't like you. You can't find a, a player with a matchup that is sub subpar. So you're looking for a player that you just oh God, don't like, no and you're going to throw him under the bus for the second time in the past two hours. I like it, Brandon. You're I'm dedicated. going head first, and he's I going head first I under the bus that. tires. So The bus tires. Chill, chill. All righty. Well, I, I will accept it. I don't you use uh, that phrase. I just I went with it. <laughs> okay. You just said bus. Well, yeah. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to go under the bus. Not with no fan by himself, <laughs> actually. So Rob Gronkowski plays Thursday night. Yeah, facts. Thursday night. Um, what's it called? Yeah, he plays Thursday night, right? So Rob Gronkowski plays Thursday night against Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are not going to be in it. There's not going to be many pass attempts from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel like I'm talking like rap god speed right now. I apologize for all the listeners that don't understand what I'm saying. Who also have us on 1.25x on Spotify and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, just don't start Rob Gronkowski. Um, it's not going to be good for you. I'd assume – if you're starting Rob Gronkowski, you probably don't care about advice. Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That is pretty much it. I want to say one thing before we do get out of here. Week one is here, boys. Right, week one is here. I just had to say that. Uh, we have a uh, little giveaway I'm going to do here, right? So oh, I bought a few boxes of sports cards, right? So people who are watching this will likely like sports cards, you would imagine, right? So. <laughs> Got this bad boy right here. Ooh. We're talking about the start of the week from me. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence right here. See his card. It's beauty. Nice and green. Just got this out the box. Ooh. If you subscribe, if we get it up to 100 subscribers, this is going to be at least a couple hundred views, I would assume, on this video. If we get the channel up to 100 subscribers and you follow us over on social media, both First Choice Fantasy, uh, Brandon's uh, Twitter, my Twitter as well, and Alex's Twitter, it's going to be in the link tree in the description. Go do all those things. Comment when you're done. And uh, I'm not even on yeah, I will randomly choose one of you fooligans who decide to actually participate in this giveaway for this green prism draft picks. Trevor Lawrence. Waited too long, Ed. No one's going to be, no one's listening. That's the whole point. <laughs> that I, whole can point. I, can I do this? Part of the point. Only getting you, you can do this. Everybody yeah, can do subscribe. it. I can't follow my own Twitter. I'll create a different Twitter. Oh, burner account. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, hates on make myself a burner account. Make some hate tweets for Noah Font. And, uh... I'm not gonna pick you if that's the case. <laughs> I'm gonna look through people's Twitter. I'll say, yeah, this person is not getting it. But no, uh, do that for sure. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Do all that. Do all the things I just listed. It'll tell you in the description as well what to do. And uh, this will be yours. This beautiful bad boy. So put that in a case. Make sure you don't get bent up. Oh, it's not getting bent up. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, good All, right. All right. Like, comment, that is... share, subscribe to get that damn card. And we're Facts. out. That was First Choice Fantasy. We appreciate y'all. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Deuce. Hello, Brian. Later.